Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Marianne Pinkston, and welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Today, I'm going to revisit an old topic that I think uh, needs a little new update, and I'm probably going to make a few people upset out there, maybe your OB-GYN or your endocrinologist, because I'm going to talk about hormones. Not just hormones, but natural hormone replacement. There are so many myths out there about hormone replacement. So I want to bust a few of those myths and bring you some good information that will help you make a good decision about your future and your health. So the first thing I really want to address is I'm going to talk about natural or bioidentical hormone replacement. There are many centers out there that are based on synthetic uh, testosterone, uh, synthetic hormones, oral hormones, and I want to be sure that you understand the difference. Also, I want to you know let you know that I do have a background in endocrinology. I've done a fellowship in endocrinology and cardiology and some other uh, great topics that are um, you know important to your health. But the main thing is I have looked through many studies, and what I'm about to speak to you about with hormones is a technology that has been around since the 1930s. And thousands of studies, more than heart attack, strokes, and diabetes put together, and all of them safe and effective, even up to the latest and greatest studies that are coming out uh, lately. There's a lot of studies that have tried to defeat uh, hormones and, you know, kind of challenge the safety of them, and they just can't do it. And I think what you need to keep in mind is when you're in your 20s and your hormones are supposedly, you know, normal, uh, you're kind of at the height of your youth and, and how you feel. People don't have heart attacks and strokes. They don't have cancers. They don't have things like that. So why would replacing your natural hormones later cause any of that to occur? It just doesn't make sense. As you enter your late 20s, you start to lose your testosterone. And testosterone, you know, women will say, hey, I thought this was a man's hormones. No, it's a human hormone. It's very important for lowering your heart attack and stroke risk, lowering your cancer risk, also dropping your risk for Alzheimer's dementia and osteoporosis. And many, many other things. Not only that, when we start to lose our, you know, testosterone in our late 20s, that is the onset of aging. And women tend not to feel it until about their late 30s, early 40s. Men begin to feel it fairly quickly, but there's a loss of muscle mass, a loss of energy, definitely for women, a loss of sex drive. But it's also a loss of your mojo, your zest for life, your I feel attractive, I feel ready to go, I feel excited. 
excited about life, you know, it's just a mojo that generally disappears. It's as if evolution said, okay, be at your best and have your children in your 20s and then die at 30. You're over. And many people ask me, well, if, you know, if we are aging and losing our testosterone, isn't that a natural process? Aren't we supposed to just let nature take over? And there are a lot of things that occur in nature as we age that isn't normal. Just because it occurs doesn't mean it's normal. So you are not supposed to feel bad, look bad, you know, and, and increase your risk of disease over time. In my mind, disease is, is, uh, or aging is not a disease. It is something that we can work with and battle. We can't overcome it yet, but we are getting very close. So for women, their levels need to be about 250 to 350. For men, they need to be about 900 to 1200. So women, that is why you can do testosterone replacement safely and just get back to an appropriate level that makes you feel like a human again. Uh, testosterone replacement saves lives. It saves marriages. And it is very important that you regain that zest that you have for life. Now, when you go to your doctor, and most doctors don't even check your hormone levels, but when you do check your hormone levels, they get a report back from the laboratory. And that report usually says, women, that you need to be about maybe 9 to about 30 on your level of hormones. I even saw one of the laboratories that says zero is a normal level for women. Ladies, this, these are not reference ranges. These are population averages. So because the population is so low, these averages put in those low numbers. You are supposed to be 200, you know, 250 to 350. And there is extensive amount of studies behind that. Now, you gentlemen, I want to address you a little bit because many of you are concerned about, you know, insurance costs, things being covered and, you know, getting a quick fix. And so a lot of these places that offer testosterone injections are, you know, selling you a bill of goods. And what they are using is testosterone cypionate. Cypionate is a synthetic version of testosterone. Synthetic testosterone and natural testosterone. So let's address that for a minute. Natural compounds that we put into the body. Natural doesn't always mean that it's just made from a plant or made from a a source in nature, but what it means, it is the same chemical structure as what your body makes. So when you, you know, take it in somehow, your body recognizes it as something that it made. So that is why we say bioidentical or natural testosterone or other hormones. What happens when you use a synthetic of any type, it goes into the body and the body does not recognize it as something that it made. Most of the time it has to be metabolized first before your body can use it. And once something is metabolized, it definitely is not the same structure as what your body, in most cases, is what your body makes or recognizes as its own. But definitely testosterone uh, cypionate, even though it's FDA approved, is not the same structure as what your body makes. So there are lots of outcomes from that, and I feel that there are some cardiovascular risks attached to that. When you are using something that your body doesn't recognize, you make more estrogen, you elevate your red blood cell count, and your blood gets thicker, you have to go get your blood drawn. You also uh, elevate your, sometimes you can elevate your PSA and you can elevate your cholesterol. So I want to be cautious about saying that because we know testosterone can briefly elevate PSA at all levels, but natural testosterone, you will see a, a 
decrease in that PSA again back to its normal level, whereas I don't always see that with testosterone cypionate. I do believe that that elevation of red blood cell count and elevation of estrogen and all of those things make men a little estrogen dominant. And you will, you know, if you do become estrogen dominant, you become very agitated and angry. So testosterone itself does not make people agitated. If you hear the term roid rage or, you know, feel that people are getting agitated, it's most of the time because their testosterone is too low. But whenever men have synthetics on board, they make more estrogen. Estrogen is actually what makes people irritated. So, guys, you win a, you win a mark on that one. But the higher estrogen levels definitely do that. So if that occurs, these places will give you uh, vitamins such as DIM, D-I-M, or they will give you anastrozole, which is an estrogen blocker. So this is where the cardiovascular effects come in. If you block your good estrogen, even if you're blocking the wrong type of estrogen, you are lowering your, uh, your battle against cardiovascular disease or you're raising your risk of cardiovascular disease. Men need some estrogen. You know, women need some testosterone and a lot more estrogen. Men need some estrogen, a lot more testosterone. But these hormones are very, very important to your cardiovascular bone and your, your health against cancer and against dementia and Alzheimer's and things like that even more. So really, we want to stay as close to natural as we possibly can. Now, the other thing that worries me about using Cipionate is in the the likelihood that it's mostly injections, your levels are low and go up for a couple of days and then fall lower again, go up for a couple of days and fall lower again. Whereas we really want to mimic how your body absorbs and utilizes testosterone. So we want to bring your levels up and hold them there for five to six months at a time, allowing your body to use what it needs and then not use what it doesn't need. So at night when you're not active, you know, your absorption is low. That is why I choose the pellet therapy. Now, the creams and all, there's some gels, there's some decent science behind the bioidentical versions, but I just can't get people to the numbers that they need to be. I can't sustain them, and I definitely don't get people uh, to feel as well as they do on more pellet therapy. The pellet therapy scares everybody. They're scared of infections and scars and, you know, all these you know crazy things that people read on the Internet about their bad experiences. But let me tell you, the things that people go through are through clinics who are doctors who do not do it right. And in those situations where, you know, once in a while something can go wrong, but that is what everybody hears about, right? You know, when you're pregnant, <clears throat> ladies, you hear about all the horrible things that happen during delivery, but you don't hear about the millions and millions since the dawn of time that got through it just fine. So it's like anything else. There really is a very, very low risk. I've been doing this with patients uh, probably almost eight years now. And I have had very little, knock on wood, I've had very, very little uh, problems uh, regarding uh, testosterone pellet therapy. It's done on women. It's every three months for women because you don't get as much testosterone as men. Men, it's done every six months. It is not a painful procedure. A little bit of lidocaine, 
so a bee sting for a couple of seconds, and then that's over, and then you feel nothing. And the effects last long enough to bring your levels to a point where you can, your body can actually use it and guide itself to uh, improved health over time instead of being on a roller coaster going up and down and up and down. It's very mathematical. I'm not guessing at these dosages that I'm giving you. I've done this for a very, very long time. I know how to get your levels right where they need to be and hold them there, and it's extremely successful. All of my patients are very happy with their replacement therapy, and I have very, very, very few people who uh, say that they don't you know, want to uh, do it again. If somebody does the pellet therapy and they don't feel what they expect, so their sex drive doesn't come up, their energy doesn't come up, it's usually because there's so many other things going on. Maybe they have a lot of inflammatory issues, um, you know, other diseases, autoimmune, very low vitamin D, thyroid issues. You know, testosterone can't bring you up to that, you know, fantastic level by itself. So we have to, you know, look at the other things, but I can get you there. And so if you just communicate that with me, I can get you there. And I want to go back to the safety of it. So, you know, women, when I discuss estrogen replacement, get very frightened because estrogen causes breast cancer, right? Absolutely not. If estrogen caused breast cancer, then every 20-year-old would have breast cancer. So estrogen does not cause breast cancer. If you look at estrogen, there are different types, many different types, and there are good types and bad types, basically. And there's good ways of metabolizing estrogen and bad ways of metabolizing estrogen. And you have to look at the type of estrogen that you're replacing. If you stay in the bioidentical zone and you replace it at the right time, at the right levels through menopause, then you are going to lower your breast cancer risk, not raise it. Estrogen does not cause it. Breast tissue has receptors, of course. These cells come from the breast, and breast tissue has estrogen receptors on it because it needs to respond to pregnancy or to other hormonal effects. And so those estrogen receptors, if you have the wrong type, you know, can uh, encourage growth of a cancer, but we're bringing your levels to normal with the right type of estrogen. So really, we are preventing cancer. We're not causing it. We're not growing it. And I wait until ladies are a little bit past their childbearing age, although it's not a bad thing to give somebody pellet therapy during their childbearing years. It's looked down upon. But by the time, if I have somebody young who does it, and they, you know, have a negative pregnancy test that day, and then they become pregnant while the pellets are on board, the pellet therapy runs out and is gone before the baby decides it's sex and, and there could be any influence. Like I say, it's looked down upon, but it's not impossible to do. And for men doing cypionate and the testosterone therapy that is synthetic, it can lower your sperm count. I do have men who have done natural testosterone therapy or bioidentical who did not wipe out their sperm count, were still able to get their wives pregnant, but at the same time, I can't promise that. So guys, I ask that you be past your childbearing years as well, or your interest in having children in order to do it, although I do believe it does not wipe things out completely. And there are alternatives. I have used Clomid in younger men, and we are seeing testosterone fall to lower levels than ever in younger and younger men. I have 20-year-olds who have testosterone in their 200s, and I think it is the industry. I 
think it is the, all the uh, hormone disruptors we're exposed to. I think it is the bad foods, lack of exercise, the stress. I think all those factors play a role. And I doubt there's many people who would disagree with me on that. So I want to talk a little bit uh, about, you know, more about hormone therapy here in just a few minutes. I am going to take a short break in, uh, in a second. I want to invite you to come look at the podcast. I am on YouTube. I am on all the podcast media. You can search The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston on any of your podcast platforms. You can find me there. You can also very simply go to drpbetterlife.com and look at all the links to find me on social media, but also also find a blog and find the YouTube and iTunes and Spotify links there. So I invite you to come take a look. I've got uh, almost two years of shows now, lots of interesting people around the nation and around and close to San Antonio. So <clears throat> uh, drpbetterlife.com, I'll tell you that one more time. I also have a sponsor. So Pinnacle Research Texas has been a sponsor of mine now for almost two years, and I'm very thankful to them. But I'm very thankful to them for what they are doing in the community in regard to screening for fatty liver. They offer a free fibro scan. Very simple to do. Go to PinnacleResearch.com, make a quick appointment, takes 10 or 15 minutes, you're in and out, and you can get your free fibro scan. And so people without insurance, you can go get this testing too. It is not done, uh, not charged, not done through insurance, but there are lots of great opportunities for therapies if you're positive and lots of hope there. So go to clinicalresearch.com. And uh, on the other end, too, I'd like to invite you guys to take a look at my social media from TikTok to Instagram and Facebook. I am doing reels these days, <clears throat> little tidbits of information for you uh, to improve your life. And so uh, take a look. I've got lots of different uh, topics during the weekdays, and those are on all of my platforms. You can find that at drpbetterlife.com. All right, guys, going to take a quick break here, come back on the other side, talk a little bit more about hormone therapy. Fatty liver is linked to two different situations, alcohol and diabetes, or obesity. In both cases, patients can have no symptoms. In the United States, and in particular, Texas, the most common cause of liver disease in general is non-alcoholic fatty liver. Again, associated with overweight, obesity, and or diabetes. Additional risk factors include high cholesterol, high blood pressure, Hispanic ethnicity, and postmenopausal status. At Pinnacle Clinical Research, we offer a quick, non-invasive, ultrasound-based screening assessment called FibroScan. This test is done at no cost to you, and we do not take insurance. The test will measure the fat and stiffness in your liver and state your risk and development of fatty liver disease. You will meet with a provider immediately following your scan to go over your results. If you're interested in getting more information on your liver health, please call 210-529-7978 and schedule your FibroScan today. We are conveniently located in the Medical Center at 5109 Medical Drive. Hey there, I'm Dr. Marianne Pinkston. Welcome back. We are talking about hormones and the myth of hormones. I've been talking to you about the difference between bioidentical hormones and synthetic hormones and about how to get your hands on therapy. When I first started doing hormone therapy here in San Antonio, I was one of about three doctors in town doing the hormone replacement through pellet therapy. Now, I have been doing uh, therapy for hormones for a very long time. 
And there have been lots of changes to the hormone atmosphere about you know, whether it's acceptable or not. And now everybody, it seems, is doing pellet therapy. Many OBGYNs are doing pellet therapy, um, you know, and just bioidentical hormones as well. So the word is spreading, and I'm very thankful for that because it is definitely something that is very life-saving. I have people who come to me for all ages and, you know, from even out of town. I, uh, you know, work with patients on hormone therapy. I want to address the breast cancer issue for just a moment because, again, this seems to be the topic that most people are uh, gravely concerned about, even from a prostate aspect. So, again, testosterone does not cause prostate cancer. Uh, estrogen therapy does not cause breast cancer. These are issues that if you already have a cancer, it might grow it. Again, I want to you know argue that a little bit in the science because uh, we are replacing your levels back to normal. We are not superseding your levels, trying to drag you higher than you should be. I mean, we're not trying to you know get you through any major marathons or, or weightlifting competitions or anything. But there is a level that is achieved that I think can, you know, be be there to support your system and prevent cancer. And if you already have one, at least, you know, we are screening for it and try to find one. And I do not think that it adds to the uh, issues. So for those, though, that do have uh, something underlying, we just need to do a good screening, make sure that, you know, you keep up to date with that. And as long as you do, this is, again, a very safe and effective thing to do. Uh, I want to go back to the safe marriages issue. So I know that women, when they get into their mid to late 30s, begin to lose their sex drive. And it's a very, very devastating issue. There have been medications that, you know, um, have been out, some antidepressants that we've tried to use to boost, you know, sex drive. It is a very, very simple issue. It's testosterone driven. And so when we do testosterone therapy and we return your levels back to normal, It's almost frightening for some people because it is very, very useful, a great tool. It does save marriages, and women, I encourage you to inquire about it. I do testosterone therapy uh, and hormone therapy and pelleting at my clinic. You are welcome to call the office, 210-698-7825, and inquire about an appointment and a consultation. I have a nurse practitioner there, Ryan, who does a great job with hormone therapy as well. I taught him everything he knows. He won't tell you that I did, but I did. And a great guy. He can also help you with uh, with your hormone therapy. And the pellet therapy is very, very safe. Again, it is not painful. You don't have a bunch of scars or a bunch of incision marks on your body. Um, there are people who do not do it right. So I want to encourage you that we have a great plan in for you. So <clears throat> as well as lowering all the heart attack and stroke risk, whenever you go through menopause, ladies, there's a lot of things like hot flashes, vaginal dryness, I mean, it can really interrupt your sex drive on that uh, basis, too, because of the pain that you incur when you have vaginal dryness. But this is something that is very easily solvable with pellet therapy. And again, you do it about every three to six months with the estrogen and very, very useful. When you go through menopause, I mean, the minute you go through menopause and lose your estrogen, your heart attack and stroke risk goes equal to that of an 80-year-old man overnight. 
Cardiovascular health is very important, and estrogen is very, very helpful in that regard. There were a few studies that came out in the early 2000s that refuted that, but again, it was based on oral estrogen, and it was based on synthetic estrogen. You never want to take any hormone orally because it has to go through the liver and be metabolized first when it comes out on the other end. It is no longer a natural substance. So that's why I prefer to stay in the pellet uh, area. Again, there are creams and, and topicals that are out there, but I just have difficulty getting my patients to a level where they really feel better and holding their levels uh, at, you know quickly and hold them there for a period of time where they get uh, distinct relief, but also pull their numbers and make them look better. So this is something that is very safe, very effective. I encourage you to look into it. There are many people in San Antonio, Texas, United States that do it. It is increasing in popularity and for a good reason. It is extremely effective. It is extremely safe. So stay bioidentical, stay natural, and you'll have a great, great uh, outlook on your health. And for those of you who have had breast cancer and are unable to do hormone therapy, what do you do? So breast cancer does not elude you from doing hormones the rest of your life, but there's a good five to 10 year spread where you're unable to actually do estrogen or even testosterone therapy. There are exclusions, so you, we just need to take that on an individual basis. But for those of you who are experiencing you know, sex drive issues or you know, definitely experiencing vaginal dryness, there are some topical vaginal um, type of estrogen called E3 that is available to use as a kind of a, a trochee or as an insert, uh, as a cream topically, and is a very, very helpful and very safe. There's also something for sex drive that is made by a pharmacy up in Austin that I have on the show very regularly, PD Labs. They have created something called a pocket rocket. Now, I hate the name, but I can't do anything about that. But the pocket rocket is it contains a small amount of Cialis which is an erectile dysfunction medication, and women are able to use this. It improves blood flow and improves stimulation, which also helps to improve sex drive. But it also contains a hormone called oxytocin, which we have used for a century and is kind of the hug and cuddle hormone, but it definitely improves sex drive. And then there's a peptide called PT-141 that also improves sex drive. And the three of those things together actually can help. And it's a little you put underneath the tongue and it dissolves very effectively and it will uh, supply and help uh, help your, you know, whatever hormones you do have on board that will increase your sex drive and your ability to lubricate. Now, this is something that men can use as well. So men, you are not excluded. It does improve blood flow and erectile dysfunction. So it's good for, for both parties. That is something that I can uh, prescribe to you. So please check out all of my information on drpbetterlife.com in the clinic 210-698-7825 I want to mention again the podcast and the website so go to drpbetterlife.com You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Marianne Pinkston For more information go to drpthebetterlife.com That's drpthebetterlife.com And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston 